Happy Halloween and happy game day, Predators fans. I'm Sam Fleming, contributor and broadcaster for Penalty Box Radio, getting you set for tonight's matchup between the red-hot Nashville Predators and the visiting Calgary Flames. Should be a great matchup again on Halloween here at the Bridgestone Arena, ending off the month of October for the Predators, which has been a fantastic start to the season coming up against a team that's had a surprisingly slow start, a team in the Calgary Flames that has a lot of offensive firepower but has been slow out of the gate despite playing a couple more games than the Predators. So let's get you set with some numbers for tonight's matchup. We'll start with the records and positions for the teams in their respective division. First off, starting with the hometown Nashville Predators who are tied for first in the Central Division with the Colorado Avalanche, but keep in mind uh, the Avs do have a game in hand over the Predators, so it is um, a one-game difference. The Predators 8-3-1 with 17 points in the Central Division, which is a great start, uh, especially considering how tough the Central Division is always to be at the top of and compete in with teams like the Avalanche, the Jets, and uh, the, the Blues, who won the Stanley Cup last season. Uh, for the Calgary Flames, they're also playing in a very tough Pacific division this year with the start from the Oilers and teams like the Vegas Golden Knights, who have all been strong out of the gate so far. They're sixth in the Pacific division with a 6-6-2 six, six, record for 14 points. Again, they played in the first outdoor game of the season, losing in overtime to the Jets on Saturday in the Heritage Classic. Speaking of games, let's get to the last games for each team. So the Predators coming off a big 3 to nothing win where they got over 50 shots on Robin Lanner, uh, but a 3 to nothing win over the Chicago Blackhawks, a Central Division rival, and it was all about the third line that night. Nick Bonino with a natural hat trick to take him to six goals on the year. Rocco Grimaldi. With three assists, Craig Smith picked up two assists. Dante Fabro added an assist as well. And it was yet another shutout for Pecorine, a 20-save shutout between the pipes. We'd expect him to be back in the net tonight. We'll get to the goaltenders in a minute. For the Flames on Tuesday, they're coming off a loss to the Carolina Hurricanes. And some of you may have seen that goal in that Hurricanes game that was from, Shesh, uh, from Sheshnikov. If you haven't seen it, Pause the pause the preview and go watch that goal. The Michigan move pulled off in the NHL, uh, but a two to one loss to the Hurricanes. Elias Lindholm with the lone goals for the Flames, assisted by Travis Hamnick and Johnny Gaudreau. As uh, David Riddick, uh, the Czech goalkeeper, was between the pipes. He took the loss with 26 saves on 28 shots. Uh, let's get to the leading scores. I'm going to highlight four this time because. The players that are in the fourth position both have some interesting uh, facts about them. Uh, starting out with a man who just got a brand new contract. Very happy to hear about that. I'll talk about that at the end of my preview. Uh, the captain, Roman Yossi, still uh, tied atop the team with five goals and eight assists for 13 points in 12 games played. Ryan Ellis with two goals, 11 assists, also in thir on 13 points for 12 games played. Matt Duchesne, who got back into the lineup in that Chicago game with two goals, nine assists, and 11 points in 11 games played. But the new man, tied for fourth in points, but had a big game against Chicago, Nick Bonino. 
with six goals, four assists, and 10 points in 12 games. He's quietly had a great start to this season. I think everybody's talked about Duchesne, Yossi, and Ellis, and you know Kyle Turris, including myself, uh, who said that he's had a better start to the year. But Nick Bonino in that third position has been great for the Nashville Predators uh, as the third center. Uh, six goals actually leads the team right now. So great to see Benino off to a great start. He's tied with Ryan Johansson on 10 points for that fourth position. We'll switch over to the Calgary Flames, and no surprise who tops their team. It's Johnny Hockey or Johnny Gaudreau uh, with three goals and eight assists for 11 points in 14 games played. I mentioned his name earlier, Elias Lindholm with eight goals and two assists for 10 points in 14 games played. Matthew Kachuk, one of the Kachuk brothers and son of former NHLer Keith Kachuk, uh, is third on the team in points with four goals and six assists for 10, game, uh, 10 points in 14 games played. And the last name I'll highlight is Martin Giordano, their captain, with three goals and six assists for nine points, 14 games played. But he was the 2018-2019 Norris Trophy winner for the best defenseman in the NHL. And a guy who's been, I would say, pretty underrated as a defenseman is his quality both on offense, but it's where his work is uh, really should be appreciated is on the defensive end. Not afraid to block shots, play strong defensively. So the captain for the Flames, Martin Giordano, getting recognized for that last season uh, with his first Norris Trophy. The goalies, uh, as I mentioned, we expect to see probably Pecorine between the pipes. None of this, again, confirmed until the lineups come out. Uh, Rene 7-0-1 this season with a 1.74 goals against average and a .937 save percentage. Great to see Pecorine off to a strong start this season as he's had to step up for the Predators. But again, his offense really helped him last game. He didn't have to face too many shots, 20 in total. And as I mentioned, the Czech goalkeeper, David Riddick, or as they call him up in Calgary, Big Save Dave. Uh, we expect him between the pipes. They also have Cam Talbot as their backup goalkeeper. Former UAH product, uh, Cam Talbot, from the around the area. But Riddick, 5-4-2 uh, with a 2.86 goals against average and a .910 save percentage. So... Uh, just to give you some general thoughts on this game, again, it's another team that's had a bit of a slow start, but a team that does have plenty of offensive capabilities. As we mentioned, Gaudreau, Lindholm, Kachuk, uh, Sean Monahan, um, Sam Bennett, uh, Travis Hamnick, just to name a couple players, along with Giordano uh, uh, on the defensive side. So this Calgary team does have a lot of firepower. Again, they shipped off James Neal in the offseason, who had a tough season with the team for uh, Milan Lucic, and we've seen how that's worked out. Lucic, again, has kind of been on that decline. Neal has taken off with the Calgary uh, with the Edmonton Oilers. Um, but for the Predators, again, riding a good momentum streak here after that overtime win in Tampa Bay. They also picked up a nice win against Chicago. So trying to end October on a high note and potentially look to pick up their ninth win of the season. Calgary trying to end with some positives, uh, heading in with a seventh with their seventh win. So my player to watch tonight for each team's I've got to go with Nick Bonino for Nashville. I mean he leads the team in goals, uh, six goals for Nick Bonino, three of those in that last game, but. 
even when he's not scoring, I feel like Bonino has been really good on the puck and off the puck this season. So quietly, he's had a good year for assists as well. And that's what you want to see from Nick Bonino. And as I talked about it, Nashville has done a really good job with their depth players this year. Guys like Bonino scoring goals. Colton Sissons has had a great start. Rocco Grimaldi, after being a healthy scratch for a couple games, he's really playing well for the Predators. We've seen Craig Smith pick up his play as well. I think that whole third line you can highlight tonight is a a line to watch because the Blackhawks had no answer for that line. But if I have to pick one, it's going to be Nick Bonino for the Predators. And for the Calgary Flames, I was going to say Lindholm, but I think I'm going to go Matthew Kachuk. Uh, Kachuk's a very gritty player. As some people may know, he has had some suspension history in the past, but he's very physical on the puck, but he's a very talented player. Uh, Really has a great shot, great set of hands, can really create a play out of nothing. Uh, One of the future leaders, as some people have said, for the team, even though he has been a bit of an aggressive player. But I think I like Kachuk's game a lot. Number 19 for Calgary, I'm going to keep my eyes on tonight, Matthew Kachuk, and I think that's going to be a guy... Uh, that everybody in the Bridgestone Arena should watch. I'll actually be at the game tonight, along with some of the other Penalty Box Radio uh, correspondents. I'll be tweeting some live tweets. And if you want to ask me any questions at the game, make sure to follow me on Twitter at SamFleming10, and I'll be happy to answer them during the game as well. And make sure to follow Penalty Box Radio on our social media channels as well. But finally, and quickly... I did want to discuss Roman Yossi's contract in my NHL talk today. Again, uh, on Tuesday, we saw Yossi sign an eight-year deal, which will kick in next season for uh, $9 million, or around $9.1 million. It's kind of rounded off really cool. $9,059,000. Cool to see the number 59 in there. $72,472,000 in total over the next eight years for the captain, 2027-2028 is when the deal runs out. And I see some people from other teams and even some Preds fans saying, wow, that's a lot of money for a guy who's getting ready to turn 30. It will be 37-38 around the end of that contract. But look at the NHL right now. You see guys like Drew Doughty, who's getting paid over $11 million, Eric Carlson around $11.25 million. You've got Subban, who's being paid $9 million. These star defensemen nowadays are highly coveted in the NHL. And I'm sure you look at Victor Hedman, he's also up there getting paid a lot as well. Um, you know, John Klinberg for the Dallas Stars, I expect, will be in the $9 million range as well when his contract comes around. But if Roman Yossi was going to stay in Nashville, Nashville was going to have to pay the big bucks for him because he's a top defenseman in the NHL, deserves the money that he's about to earn. And sure, he's going to be 30, but I think it's great for the Predators to lock down their captain for the long term and allow Yossi to play out his career here as he has a full no-movement clause throughout the entirety of the contract. And I'm really happy the Predators did decide to make this move because I I put out a tweet that this does lock down the Predators' top three defensemen in Ellis, Yossi, and Ekholm until the 2022-2023 season where Ekholm will become a free agent. And I'm sure they might offer him a contract extension. I would hope so with 
how strong Eckholm has been this year as well. Um, when you look at the other part of the deals as well, uh, Dante Fabro, who's the fourth defenseman, he'll have a restricted free agent contract uh, coming up in 2021-2022, uh, still on his entry-level deal, and he's a very promising product for the Predators. And there's so much exciting talent on the defense in the AHL with the Milwaukee Admirals too. So with Yossi around for a while, I think the future looks bright for the Predators. And, you know, I, Chris Mason made a great point on the broadcast uh, the other night uh, for the Blackhawks game. When they signed Roman Yossi to this contract and how well he's been, and, you know, I think it was actually not the Blackhawks game. It was actually when we played the Minnesota Wild, that 4 to nothing win against the Wild. He talked about Ryan Suter leaving the Predators in that summer where uh, Suter and Parise went to the Minnesota Wild um, as the beginning of a, of a new era for Nashville. It allowed guys like Roman Yossi and Matthias Ekholm uh, to step into the lineup, and Ryan Ellis even to step up as a big pairing defenseman. And Yossi got a chance to play with a great defenseman in Shea Weber uh, to really help his career to become one of the top defensemen in the NHL. And I know a lot of people like Weber, and I think Weber's a fantastic defenseman, but if you had to ask me, I think Roman Yossi might be the best two-way defenseman in Nashville Predators history. And I know that could be controversial. You know, Shea Weber was really good on offense and really good on defense. And so was Roman Yossi. But I think the one thing that sets Yossi apart from Weber, and I know Weber had some injury problems, Yossi's skating is so pure, and it's beautiful to watch him watch him play. He can really move the puck well. He can get back defensively. He can lead a team by example. And he can also shoot the puck really well. Great wrist shot. Even has a great slap shot. Maybe not Shea Weber territory. But again, I think Yossi had all the qualities of Shea Weber and then some. So an eight-year contract for $9.1 million per year I think is a fair deal for one of the top defensemen in the NHL and our captain, Roman Yossi. I'd actually love to know your thoughts as well on Roman Yossi's new contract. Leave them in the comments section on our posts. I'd love to get some thoughts and opinions for my next preview that I do, and we'll discuss them there. If you guys actually have any questions for future previews, uh, please send them my way at, at Sam Flemington on Twitter, and make sure to follow Penalty Box Radio as well. So tonight, Preds in Flames at 7 p.m. on Halloween at the Bridgestone Arena. Again, I'll be at the game as well as some other Penalty Box Radio correspondents. Make sure to follow us on our pages, like I said, Penalty Box Radio, and check out our website. And thanks for tuning in to this preview, and go Preds!